Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Vats Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Regis Philbin, Megan Thee Stallion, Terry Crews, Courtney Love, rapper Logic, and a whole lot more. So let's get started. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC. Up on the train and the radio is all I need. In the fuse and celeb news, I let see. It's entertainment. It's a game famous. Number one source of pop culture. Radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto time stages. Gotta make a change it. That's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune. The bins is nice, the jacks is for the better cruise. There is no car, but win cause you play the First time you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, the call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one, that's 347-637-2656. Also, and don't forget to press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Right now the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy and hot, humid 88 degrees. Before I get started with the stories of today, I want to give a shout-out, most importantly, to my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me, supporting me throughout these 10 years, and just doing it what best we do on a Wednesday afternoon, hanging out and listening to the the best and the, the number one source in entertainment news and pop culture. Uh, also, I want to um, give a shout-out to everyone. Uh, oh, well, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, my nephew. He just celebrated a birthday last Friday, so happy birthday once again to my nephew. Uh, he turns 30 years old. Where did the time go? Uh, how is everyone doing? It's Wednesday. The week is almost over. We're at hump day, so uh, lots to talk about as usual. Uh, we uh, just lost uh, two incredible people this past week, Congressman John Lewis. Uh, they're still continuing memorial service for him, and then he'll be finally laid to rest tomorrow, actually, Uh Thursday, yeah, Thursday, tomorrow he'll be finally laid to rest. And also a TV icon, Regis Philbin, we're going to be talking about him. He uh, passed away last week, and now we just found out what was the cause of his death. Also this week we're going to be talking about Miss Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know if you guys uh, follow Megan, um, 
you know, she has that hot remix with Beyonce called Savage. Well, you know, a couple weeks ago she was shot. She was shot in the foot by somebody that she knew, another fellow a, a rapper. And um, when the incident happened, she didn't get too much support. Uh, people were making fun of her. They were joking about it. And she went through a whole ordeal. Some people thought it was a fake story. But she actually went on the record to say what happened and what she had to go through. We're going to be talking about that. Also, Terry Crews is uh, back in the news making controversy once again. Uh, this time... He posted something on Twitter, and a lot of people are, like, scratching their heads, shaking their heads, saying, what What are you talking about, Terry? I'll tell you what was the controversy thing he posted. He was trending all day yesterday, and I'll tell you what was, he, what, what was the reason why he was trending. Uh, Courtney Love just found out. You know, I don't know if you guys have followed the story about Jeffrey Epstein. Well, she just found out that her name was in the billionaire's address book. And get this, Courtney Love does not know this man, never met the man, but she founds out that her name was one of the women that was in this book that was found uh, by a journalist by the name of Nick Bryant. And she has something to say about it. Also, uh, rapper Logic is getting ready to retire, if you guys didn't know. Um, he finally says his bid farewell to the music business um, because he's a new father. And uh, a lot of people came out to support him, and he also thanked a lot of number of artists. We'll talk about that. And you guys never guess what boy band. There's a new, there was a new poll and you'll never guess which boy band topped this new poll in, the, in, in, in regards to the greatest boy band songs of all time. I'll tell you more about that. So let's get started. Uh, iconic television personality Regis Philbin, uh, who passed away last week at the age of 88, we finally found out the cause of death. It has been revealed in a statement. Uh, the chief medical examiner office in Connecticut said that he died of heart disease, naturally. Uh, Philbin's uh, family previously confirmed uh, to one of the networks, Fox News, that he passed away from natural causes. And again, he was 88. He was best known for his hosting duties on Live with co-hosts Kathy Lee Guilford and Kelly Ripa and was also the host of the game show Who Wants to Be Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Regis is a New York native. Uh he was born France Regis Francis Xavier Philbin on August twenty fifth, nineteen thirty one. He was named after his father's alma mater, Manhattan Regis High School. Now Philbin graduated from Cardinal Hayes High School in the Bronx before going on to Notre Dame where he majored in sociology. Now, after college, he joined the U.S. Navy. He embarked on his decade-long career in television as a stagehand and a de delivery boy for a station in Los Angeles. Quickly after, he became a news writer and was offered a job as a sportscaster. Now, celebrities routinely stopped by Phil uh, Philbin's uh, 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 eponymous 
syndicated mourners show, but uh, it was the heart that was in the first 15 minutes when he and co-host Kathy Lee Gilbert on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee from 1985 to 2000, or Kelly Ripper on Live with Regis and Kelly from 2001 until his retirement in 2011, Bantered about the events of the day He was also the host of a prime time game show You know it, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire It was briefly uh, Television's most popular show At the turn of the century ABC aired the family friendly program As often as five times a week It generated around One billion in revenue In its first two years And ABC has said it was the most profitable show in TV history and helped make Philbin himself a millionaire many times over. Uh, He is survived by his wife, Joy, and their daughter, J.J. and Joanna, as well as his daughter, Amy, with his first wife, Catherine Phelan. So we just want to send our condolences to the Philbin's family and uh, the rest in peace. He's going to be greatly missed. And later on in the show, uh, do you guys know that uh, Regis Philbin and uh, talk show host uh, Larry King, they were going to do a remake of The Odd Couple. There was talks about that. And uh, I think uh, Larry King talks about that as well. We're going to be mentioning that story later in the show. Megan Thee Stallion, um, she gets a lot of love. She is getting a lot of love in the wake of a shooting incident that involved Tory Lanez. Following her tearful Instagram live session where she got candid about her injuries, the rapper was showered with a lot of sweet gifts from her fellow female musicians, one, uh, two being Rihanna and Lizzo. On Tuesday, the 25-year-old took to Instagram account to share a picture of a beautiful floral arrangement sent by the Diamond Songstress and her Savage X Fenty team. The flower bouquet came with a card that read, quote, wishing you a full and speedy recovery, May. Just know you got a whole crew over her, over her sending good vibes your way. Love, Rihanna and the Fenty Corp gang. And returning the favor of Megan, who is the brand ambassador of Riri's Savage X Fenty line, shared two photos of her posing in a semi-sheer white lingerie from the brand. And she said, uh, love y'all, Savage Fenty, Riri, bad girl Riri. So she that, that's what she captioned in the post. And as for, her, uh, as for the gift sent by Lizzo, uh, Megan took to Instagram story to give a peek at it. And... She, Lizzo sent her, apparently, um, she she sent to her this gift to try to boost her spirit, and it was a bag of uh, sweet treats stuffed in a little teddy bear, like a little stuffed animal, and Meg wrote to her with a crying emoji, face emoji, that she uh, effing loved her, and she thanked her. She also, uh, Meg also went on Instagram Live on Monday to once again address that July 12th incident, and without mentioning Tory Lane's name, she tearfully explained her injuries, revealing that she got shot in both feet and needed a surgery to get the bullet taken out. And she said on her post that she said she, it was it was very scary. She said it was the worst experience in her life. It was not funny. And she was slamming people who was making a joke about it. Uh, she was relieved because the bullet didn't touch her bones. Uh, they didn't break any tendons. 
And she said that she knows that her mother and father and her grandmother had to be looking out for her with that one because where the bullet hit, it missed everything, but the bullet was still in her foot. Now, uh, she has been been made jokes of by a reality star by Andrea, who happens to be uh, also part of the rent uh, the Savage brand. She was one of the ambassadors as well. But I heard uh, that uh, it was alleged that uh, they kind of cut her off because that she made fun of Megan, and she then apologized to Megan for making a joke, and uh, now they cut her off. Also, another person who thought it was uh, she was faking it was, and I'm not surprised by this at all, was 50 Cent. He then apologized to Meg after, again, making fun of the shooting, saying that he didn't think it was real. A lot of people thought that the story was fake. And the power star and co-creator posted on his Instagram account, uh, it sounded so, this is what he said, quote, it sounded so crazy that Megan the Stallion, I'm glad you're feeling better and hope you can accept my apology. I posted a meme that was floating around. I wouldn't have done that if I knew you was really hurt. Sorry. Unquote. That's a bunch of BS. Because, you know, 50 Cent has a uh, reputation of uh, making fun of people, dwelling in their hurt, dwelling in their pain, and I don't believe this apology. I mean, uh, Megan also came out, uh, I think, a couple of days after she was shot, saying that because people were making fun of her situation, she said that when it comes to black women, um, nobody has any kind of empathy towards when we get hurt or something happened to us or you know, we're, we're always um, black women are always uh, not taken seriously, or we're not, you know, nobody show compassion when something happens to them, or they get hurt, or they get killed. And she's absolutely right. I mean, if this was maybe Paris Hilton, or maybe this was, uh, I don't know, Jessica Abba, or if this was um, Halsey, people would have took it seriously. But because it was Megan Thee Stallion, everybody thought it was funny. They thought it was a joke. They thought it was fake. Why would she make up a story about getting shot? I think, I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, for somebody to to make something about them getting shot would be a, a low all time low. It's not funny. It's taken. You should take it seriously. Anybody, I don't care who it is. It's, when somebody gets shot, whether it's a normal person or a celebrity, you got to take it seriously. Now, I don't know uh, how far they have gone into the investigation. Uh, there was also rumors about Megan not saying anything. Um, she's not telling, she's not cooperating with the police when it comes to this, but that's all talk. But it is serious. And uh, I think we need to show uh, Megan a little more compassion because it could have been worse. It could have really seriously been worse. 
Right now we got 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know when we come on air, just make sure you click on the the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also make sure you like us. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. You can also follow me at Stiletto14, like Stiletto, like the high heel shoe, S T I L E T T O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Also, uh, today is National Lipstick Day. And for all my uh, friends who enjoy makeup and love makeup and have their favorite brands, make sure you put up a post about celebrating National Lipstick Day. Um, I have my favorites, and uh, I know some of my friends have their favorites as well. Continuing on, um, Terry Crews is no stranger to making controversy with the things he posted on the Internet. But this time around, the actor and TV host got a lot of people baffled when he attempted to redefine the offensive slur coon in a positive light. Now, making an acronym out of the word via Twitter on Tuesday, July 28th, Terry said, quote, Coon, conquer our own negativity. His tweet quickly garnered attention with over 10,000 people retweeting the post, but it's clear that they got nothing good to say about his attempt. Uh, Somebody said that, quote, you really try to make Coon into something it ain't. Now, making a reference to Terry's character on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Somebody else commented saying um, it's effed up how Terry Jeffers, a character based on and written for Terry Crews, has a better understanding of systemic and institutional racism than the actual man does, unquote. Even Walker Flock of Flame was confused saying, quote, bruh, what the F are you talking about? However, just as one would have expected, Terry did not back out when a follower of his him of him uh his reminded him that the word is an outdated term used to tear each other down. Terry replied to the user saying he agreed that the word is horrible, but he learned to catch lemons thrown at you. He said, Make lemonade, these make lemon bars, make a lemon scented hand sanitizer. Sell the rinds in the spice aisle for BBQ lemon pepper wings, then take the seeds and grow more lemon trees, unquote. He later deleted his answer, but he made it clear once again how unbothered he was over the criticism coming this way, his way. He said um, he posted a picture of him on uh, a speed motorboat saying, uh, Twitter, Terry Crews need to shut the F. Me and then he said, has him me saying, America Got Talent host wrote alongside a GIF, and the, the app, with him saying me, that's when he posted the picture of him on the speed motorboat. Uh, help, gotta help Terry, really. Um, also this week, Courtney Love. She hopes that Jeffrey Epstein burns in hell after discovering that her name was found in the disgraced billionaire's address book. Epstein committed suicide behind bars last year following sentences for sex trafficking and related crimes. His ex-lover, British socialite, 
Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested on July 2nd and charged with grooming three underage girls for Epstein to sexually abuse. As part of the investigation into Epstein crime, his little black book was discovered by journalist Nick Bryan with the fancier apparently uh, documenting social connection to the rich and famous in its pages. Now, former whole singer Courtney Name is allegedly among those in the book, rumors she addressed on her Twitter page on Monday, July 27. And this is what she said in her caption. She said, hey, about my name in Epstein address book, it's creepy as F that I'm in this in this thing. And I didn't know him, never met him, didn't know who he was. Apparently he collected celebrity phone numbers. The end, hope he burns in Avicii's hell, unquote. Further investigation into the book and an interview with Epstein former house manager Alfredo Rodriguez found that it was em- that it was employees of Epstein who allegedly co- collated the number of numbers for the book rather than the fancier himself, the f- financier himself. Uh, Britain's Prince Andrew and Donald Trump are among the other names to apparently feature in the book. Mm-mm. Rapper Logic has officially wrapped up his career as a performer after announcing his plans to retire from music and focus on family life by releasing his final music video on social media. Describing his career as an incredible journey, the new father, whose real name is Sir Robert Bryson Hall II, posted the new footage over the weekend after releasing his seventh, no, I'm sorry, releasing his sixth studio album, No Pressure, on Friday, July 24. The final video featured footage from throughout his career, including live shows and photographs of his life away from the stage and studio. Capturing the Instagram post, Logic wrote, quote, What an incredible journey. Thank you all so much for being a part of it. I made this album from my heart as a farewell and a thank you, unquote. Logic also thanked Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and a number of other artists for supporting him during a live stream event on Saturday. And he also said, quote, I probably won't go to, get to go to the Grammy, so I'm going to give my speech now. Thank you to the industry for sitting, he said, for um, shitting on me every step of the way because you only made me stronger. And he also went on the same fans saying, quote, thank you so much and always peace, love, and positivity. I love you, I appreciate you, and I'll see you in other endeavors, unquote. The Jackson Fives, they have topped a new poll to find the greatest boy band song of all time. Michael and Jermaine Jackson and their brother be out, get this, in sync and new edition to take the top spot on the Rolling Stone countdown. The outlet studies 75 of the greatest boy bands anthem and experts declare that the Jackson Five, I Want You Back, was the best of the best. NSYNC came in second with Bye 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 ahead of Candy Girl by New Edition, while Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way, and Moon by BTS completed the top five. Tracks by One Direction, What Makes You Beautiful, Aventura, Obsession, Hanson, Mbop, New Kids on the Block, You Got It, The Right Stuff, and LFO, Summer Girls, also made the top ten. Interesting, interesting. And Oscar winner Sam Roxwell is in talks to portray country legend Merle Haggard in a new film the singer Window, the Widow is helping to adapt from her late husband's memoir called Sing Me Back Home. 
Robin Bissell will direct the film and work with Teresa Haggard on the script, while Deadline sources claim Rockwell will re-record Merle's 1960 song for the soundtrack if he signs on. Bissell directed Rockwell in last year's The Best of Enemies. The Haggard film will details the singer-songwriter rise from San, uh, San Quentin prison inmate to the country star Chris Christopherson, once called the greatest artist in American music his, uh, history. Uh, Haggard was a teen tearaway uh, who escaped juvenile facilities across California and racked up crime after crime, eventually finding himself at San Quentin for Johnny's Cash famous concert at the prison. Upon his release, Merle vowed to focus on music as a career and turn his music on crime. I'm sorry, turn his back on crime. Oh, I'm just messing up here. Uh, if Rockwell is confirmed for the role, it won't be the first time the actor has portrayed a real person on screen. He played Bob Fosse in the TV drama Fosse slash Vernon, uh, C.P. Ellis in The Best of Enemies, Chuck Barris in Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, and George W. Bush in Vice. And the sequel for A Quiet Place and Top Gun has slipped to 2021. News of the calendar switch for the early Oscar favorites has prompted another major studio date merry-go-round with Disney bosses announcing plans to pull Milan from the U.S. release schedule and push new Avatar and Star Wars films back another year. And now Paramount executives have handed A Quiet Place Part 2 and Top Gun Maverick new dates. John Krasinski's Thriller will now hit theaters in April of 2021, while Tom Cruise's new film will now be a summer release. The Top Gun sequel was set for a Christmas release. The news come as uh, U.S. Cinema slowly reopened amid the COVID crisis, but not at the rate studio bosses have had hope. Right now, we have uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about um, Christopher Nolan's much anticipated uh, movie film, Tenet. Uh, remember, they, they were pushing back the release dates of that movie and then at one time they didn't know when it was going to come out well it finally has a release date I'll tell you more about that also uh, Casey Musgrave is in reports being lined up for a role in the live action remake of Disney's The Little Mermaid and the release of Jennifer Hudson's Aretha Franklin biopic has also been pushed back I'll tell you when, the, when it's expected to come out and uh, Dave Franco, uh, actor John Franco's little brother, he's has been uh, set to play Vanilla Ice in a new movie. I'll tell you more about that. And uh, DJ and hotel heiress Paris Hilton is getting ready to discuss a period of trauma from her childhood in a new YouTube documentary. All those stores and more coming up in the half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we have 28 minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, that was Mahala featuring Ella May and What You Did. Right now we uh, just before we went to the music break, I was telling you about the sequel for a Quiet Place and a Top Gun. Well, it has slipped to uh, come in on in 2021. Actually, news of the calendar switch for the early Oscar favorite has prompted another major studio date merry-go-round with Disney bosses announcing plans to pull Milan from the U.S. release schedule and push new Avatar and Star Wars films back another year. And now Paramount executives have handed A Quiet Place Part 2 and Top Gun Maverick new dates. John Krasinski's thriller will now hit theaters in April of 2021, while Tom Cruise's new film will now be a summer release. 
and the Top Gun sequel was set for a Christmas release. Now, the news comes as uh, the theaters slowly reopen amid the COVID crisis, but not at the rate that studio bosses had hoped. And Christopher Nolan's much-anticipated new film, Tenet, has finally landed a release date after four attempts to hit theaters amid the coronavirus clapdown. The film will hit screens in over 70 countries on August 26th, in Canada on August 27th, and in the U.S. on September 3rd. Nolan's Interstellar will also mark its 10th anniversary with a re-release around the same time. Croatia, Denmark, Egypt, Estonia, Finland, Indonesia, Italy, Slovakia, Sweden, Switzerland, Turkey, Ukraine, and the U.K. are among the countries that will get to see Tenet first. It is also scheduled for release in uh, Kazakhstan and Russia on September 10th and in Japan the following week. The film was pulled from the Warner Brothers release counter last week as movie bosses consider scrapping, uh, scraping plans to release the film globally and traditionally on the same day because so many cinemas remain closed due to the COVID crisis. And uh, Casey Musgrave is reportedly being lined up for a role in the live-action remake of Disney's The Little Mermaid. According to reports by the Dis Insider, Casey has been uh, in talks to take on the part of Vanessa, the human form of the villain Ursula. The outlet claimed that the country singer has had several meetings with Disney about the project, although they add that there's a chance Casey may also have passed on the role. Neither Casey nor Disney has responded to the speculation as of yet. If Casey did get cast in the film, it would be her first major acting role. She previously starred as herself in the TV show Nashville and had a small musical role in 2018 movie Wild Rose, but hasn't taken on a big project to showcase her acting talent. Filming on The Little Mermaid remake starring Haley Bailey and as Ariel and Melissa McCarthy as Ursula is expected to begin in London. This summer. And the release of Jennifer Hudson's Arisa Franklin biopic has been pushed back so the film can make a big splash in cinemas over the Martin Luther King Jr. birthday weekend in January of 2021. The film Respect was scheduled to arrive in selected theaters at a limited release on Christmas Day, December 25, 2020, so Hudson's performance and the movie will be eligible for Academy Award consideration, but now the Oscar and voting dates have been rescheduled. Studio bosses have decided to roll out the biopic on January 15. The much-anticipated movie directed by uh, Lesel Tommy um, also stars Forrest Whitaker, Marlon Wayans, and Mary J. Blige. The first trailer for Respect, which aired during the virtual BET Awards last month, has received rare review, rave reviews. Uh, Franklin handpicked Oscar winner Hudson to portray her in the film before her death in 2018. And Dave Franco may need to start mastering how to spit some fiery bars for his next movie. The 35-year-old actor has confirmed that he's on board to play Vanilla Ice in a biopic about the 1990s rapper titled To the Extreme. The project was first reported in 2019, but it has yet to start production. Now, in an interview with The Insider, Franco has given an update on the movie. Though it currently still has no start date, the writer-director assured, quote, that we have been in development for a while, but we're inching closer and closer to pre-production, unquote. 
He also revealed his hopes to make to the extreme in the vein of the disaster artist in which he starred in alongside his brother, James Franco, who also directed it. The 2017 movie is a biographical drama film about Tommy uh, Wiseau and the making of disastrous film The Room. Due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Franco said he's in developing the biopic with ICE which he, uh, while he remains quarantined at home. And the rapper, whose real name is Robert Van Winkle, is teaming up with Chris Goodwin to write the script, but no director is attached to the project as of now. To the Extreme will center on the rise of the South Florida rapper from a high school dropout selling cars in Dallas to having his first hip-hop single to top the Billboard charts with Ice Ice Baby. A young Vanilla Ice struggle with stardom, extortion attempts, and selling out as he makes music history. To the Extreme is also the title of Ice's 1990 album that included his hit single Ice Ice Baby. The Dallas-born star also went on to become an international sensation with a cover of Play That Funky Music. And uh, DJ and hotel heiress. Paris Hilton is to discuss a period of trauma from her childhood on her new YouTube documentary. The star is fronting the YouTube original series, This is Paris, and in a clip released yesterday, on Tuesday, July 21st, she is heard saying, quote, Something happened in my childhood that I never talked about with anyone. I still have nightmares about it, unquote. It is not yet clear what the Simple Life star will reveal in the documentary, with Paris adding in the teaser, no one really knows who she is. And according to People, the program will see the star, our blind hit maker, talk frankly about the mental abuse she endured as a teenager while at boarding school in Utah, among other subjects, including her journey to fame. Paris' sister, Nikki, and their mother, Kathy, are also to appear in the film, which has been directed by Emmy Award-winning filmmaker Alexandra Dean and debuts on September 14. Uh, Ozark, Watchmen, Secession, Dead to Me, Killing Eve, and, and Shit Creek, leads the uh, 72nd Annual Primetime Emmy Award nomination with three nods apiece. The comedies and dramas all picked up, outstanding series mentioned, while their leading men and women all grab outstanding actors and actress nods. Submission for the 2020 Emmy shattered record for the increase of 15% over the 2019 ceremony when there were more than 9,100 submissions. The nominees' announcement streamed on Emmy.com on Tuesday morning, July 28th, was hosted virtually by Leslie Jones, a three-time Emmy nominee for her work on Saturday Night Live, with presenters uh, Tatiana Maslany, Laverne Cox, and Josh Gad. The 2020 Primetime Emmy Awards will be presented on September 20, 2020, with Jimmy Kimmel as host. Meanwhile, the Creative Arts Emmy, which uh, will honor technical and Consuming, consuming merit will be presented at a virtual event taking place over several nights in September in place of a physical prize giving, which was canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. And a beloved talk show star, uh, Ellen DeGeneres' workplace, is reportedly under investigation following a series of complaints from staff members past and present about their treatment behind the scenes. 
Warner Media Boston have ordered the inquiry to check on claims made by almost a dozen of the Ellen DeGeneres Show employees. The report suggests that DeGeneres is not the friendly person she appeared to be and does not live up to her be kind of each other mantra. A recent BuzzFeed uh, expose suggests that the working environment on the show is toxic. Variety sources claim TV executives have sent memos to all the staff of the Ellen DeGeneres show to let them know that the investigation had been launched, adding a third party will conduct interviews with current and former staffers about their experience on set. The show producer previously released a joint statement to BuzzFeed following the publication of the complaints, all from anonymous sources. Now, this is what it reads. Quote, over the course of nearly two decades, 3,000 episodes and employing over 1,000 staff members, we have strived to create an open, safe, and exclusive work environment. We are truly heartbroken and sorry to learn that even one person in our production team has had a negative experience. It's not who we are and not who we strive to be and not the mission Ellen has set for, for us. For the record, the day-to-day responsibility of The Ellen Show is completely on us. We take all of this very seriously, and we realize that many in the world are learning that we need to do better, are committed to do better, and we will do better, unquote. Oprah Winfrey will host a new interview series for Apple TV+. Plus. In the first episode of the Oprah Conversation, titled How to Be an Anti-Racist, the media mogul will chat to professional Ibram X. Candy, the author of the best-selling book of the same name. Oprah will also talk remotely to activist Emmanuel uh, A. Cho, the creator and host of the popular YouTube series, Uncomfortably Conversations with a Black Man, while other guests will include lawyer and author Brian Stevenson, founder of the Equal Justice Initiative and the inspiration for the 2019 film Just Mercy about his fight to free a wrongly convicted man. Variety Report other conversations will feature notable newsmakers and leaders. The new project, Oprah's third for the streaming service, will debut on July 30th. And country star Shania Twain is venturing into TV production to develop a new drama series based on the best-selling Heart of Texas romance novels. The uh, that, uh, that Don't Impress Me Much hitmaker has teamed up with officials at Real World Management to work on the project inspired by uh, uh, author Debbie Mackenberg, Books, even though Twain hadn't read any of the titles before she was approached about the gig. However, once she began reading about the three adult siblings and their struggle to keep their late parents' ranch running, Twain couldn't put the book down. The singer will serve as an executive producer and write original music for the proposed show. A showrunner for Heart of Texas has yet to be appointed, but once this job is filled, Twain and real-world management chief Roma Roth and Christopher E. Perry plan to begin pitching the series to bosses at various networks and streaming services. Right now we have uh, 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and play another, um, take another music break, and when we come back we'll, I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Put 
unquote. Earlier this month, Braxton boyfriend David Adefeso found the singer and reality TV star unresponsive at her apartment in Los Angeles and took her to the hospital where she is receiving ongoing treatment. He later released a statement to the Blast thanking his girlfriend fans for their ongoing thoughts and prayers. Reports suggest Tamar spent several days in a coma following an alleged overdose of alcohol and pills. Get Your Life is now expected to to debut on September 10th. And uh, Larry King and Regis Philbin were in the running to land their own TV version of The Odd Couple. That's right. During a chat with TV show Extra, King remembered his late friend who passed away this past weekend at the age of 88 and revealed the pair were pitched a new TV version of the classic stage show, movie, and sitcom. According to King, director and producer Robert Smigel approached them with the idea, which focused on two friends with conflicting personalities and habits who lived together. The stars all uh, the star also shared his feelings for Regis, calling him, quote, the kindest, happiest, funniest person I know. I know no one who disliked him. No one, unquote. And a card game inspired by the hit Netflix series, The Umbrella Academy, is set to be unveiled ahead of the show's second season. Based on the cult comic books co-created by My Chemical Romance star Gerard Way, the second season of the action series will premiere on July 31st, and now it has been announced that bosses at Dark Horse Comics and Studio 71 Games are releasing the Umbrella Academy card game. Players will be able to take part in the game as the seven siblings from the show as they face off against villains like Dr. Terminal and Assassins Hazel and Cha-Cha. Wei and his creative partner Gabriel Ba are ex- excited about the game and can't wait for fans to play. The show stars Ellen Page, Tom Hopper, David Castaneda, and Emmy Raver Lamp uh, Emmy Raver Lampman Lamp Lampman. Sorry. <laughs> uh, fans seemingly will be getting more of Taraji P. Henson's Cookie Lion. It's reported that a spinoff series centering on Taraji's character is being developed by Fox and Taraji's production company called TPH Entertainment following a two-year first-look deal that the actress signed with the 20th Century Fox TV. Details of the pilot currently remain unknown, but it's said that it follows what what is next for Cookie. The hidden figures actress will obviously reprise the role in addition to serving as producer. The spinoff reportedly will be penned by Empire co-creator Danny Strong, Stacey A. Littlejohn, and Yolanda Lawrence, who will also executive produce and serve as co-showrunners of the project. Should it go to pilot, Empire veteran Sadah Hamri is set to return to direct. Meanwhile, Lee Daniels will join as a non-writing EP alongside Imagine Entertainment's Brian Grazer and Sammy Falvey. Prior to this, Hanson and Daniels showed their interest uh, to make a continuation to Cookie Saga as Empire concluded after six seasons back in April. Of the possibility spinoff, Empire showrunner Brett Mahoney said at the time that he didn't know what they what it was going to be and he said that he was not a part of it, but he wouldn't be surprised if someone was going to try to work on something. So that's good for Tarazi. And uh, because, you know, it, the season ended so quickly, and due to the uh, the pandemic, I 
uh, Taraji had said in an interview that she wasn't able to say goodbye to her fellow castmates, you know, because when the pandemic hit, you know, they had to just go on with the remaining of the season, but um, she said it was a little heartbreaking because she wasn't able to say goodbye to her castmates. Um, Also, uh, Kanye West, um, you know, his run, his talks about running for president, um, people are wondering will it be in the part of keeping up with the Kardashian uh, part of the show. But uh, because of his bipolar uh, episode, uh, it won't be played out on Keeping Up with the Kardashian, and a production source had confirmed it. Uh, speaking to TMZ, the insider revealed that uh, Kim, Kim Kardashian, has reportedly made the decision to omit the incident from the show, which recently started shooting again after a lengthy hiatus amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, they explained that the mother of four takes her husband's mental health very seriously and doesn't want to exploit it for TV show ratings. Production staff on the program were also reportedly told not to profile any of the kids during the ordeal to avoid seeing it in the future. Fear was raised for the rapper's health on Sunday, July 19, following his appearance at a campaign rally for his presidential bid in South Carolina, where he appeared on stage wearing a bulletproof vest, attacked slavery activist icon Harriet Tubman, and cried as he claimed he and Kim almost aborted her first pregnancy. He also sent a series of rambling tweets, including one that claimed Kardashian and her mother, Kris Jenner, tried to get him locked up, that he's been desperate to divorce Kim for years, and hinted his wife has been unfaithful with Meek Mill. Kim has defended her husband, calling his condition incredibly complicated and painful, and exploring fans to not pass judgment on his actions. Chris Brown and Usher found themselves trending on Twitter on Sunday, July 26. Fans took to the Bluebird app to voice their opinion on who would win if the two R&B stars were going to go against each other in a versus battle. Some fans were confident that Breezy would easily edge out Usher, Usher with one fan writing, quote, there is a reason why Chris Brown, was at, Chris Brown was asked to do a tribute to Michael Jackson twice and not Usher. Another fan tweeted alongside a clip of Chris Brown uh, performing, since Chris Brown is living in your heads rent-free again, let's bring back the iconic tribute, pay respect when respect is due. The, uh, somebody else also said that Chris Brown said that he will never do a versus bi- battle because he only in competition with himself. I'm sorry, that's what Chris Brown said on his account, uh, Instagram account. He said he will never do a versus battle because he's in competition with himself. Meanwhile, some others thought Usher would definitely win the battle in response to the debate. Breezy took to Instagram to seemingly insinuate that he believed he would win the possible battle, but that didn't mean he's interested to do one. In a separate post, he added, quote, I could do a versus off features alone, so I humbly decline. I'm busy doing nothing, unquote. Uh, Rihanna's new album may still have a long way to go, but it doesn't mean she's not working hard in the studio. Words are that the songstress has been re-teaming up with Eminem to cook up a new song. 
Words of the Love the Way You Lie collaborators reunion started to make their way around the Internet after Burn It Down Group, the company who reportedly handles marketing for Shady Records, appeared to tease the two stars' new joint project. According to Pop Craze, on Saturday, July 25th, the firm posted an image of Eminem's trademark backward E logo moving into Rihanna's R logo that was used on her Rated R album cover. The picture is accompanied by two sets of staring eyes. While the news have been conf- has not been confirmed, fans can't help feel excited over the possibility of getting a new Rihanna song. Some others, however, were not convinced that the image hinted at Rihanna and Eminem's new music collaboration, referring to her recently announced makeup line. One also uh, jokingly speculated that um, her being in the picture with Eminem may be probably mean more of a a new makeup line for men, in other words. They don't believe it's uh, any new music. Um, they were also, uh, there was also others who think that uh, Riri would be doing charity in favor of M with their rumor collaboration, considering that his latest album, Music to be Murdered by Flop. Rihanna and Eminem first teamed up in 2010 with Love the Way You Lie. That became a worldwide success, reaching number one in more than 20 countries globally. They later reunited for its follow-up, Love the Way You Lie Part 2, 2012 Numb, and 2013's The Monster. And Little Baby is among the hot rappers whose album often leaves the charts as soon as they are released. With that record, it's only natural for him to set his own standard when it comes to how much he wants to be paid for a feature, and he will not accept anything less. On Sunday, July 26th, the bigger picture rapper took to Twitter to make public his opinion when someone approached for a verse but failed to offer a certain amount of money that he has set. And uh, in a separate post, he went on to say that $100,000 isn't really that expensive. He said that $100,000 is cheap, by the way, to do, to do uh, to when asked for a, uh, a, I guess, the fee for a uh, collabo. And he said he tells everybody to do their streaming research because I guess that's the going rate. In response to the tweet, most fans thought the amount of money he wanted for the verse was ridiculous, and someone else insinuated that the only people who could charge $100,000 for a verse are Nicki Minaj and Beyonce Knowles. Meanwhile, someone clowned the rapper by saying that he needed more coins because he knew his career wouldn't last long. However, someone defended Baby, thinking that it was pretty rational for Baby to set the price that high. Last month, the chart-topping rapper announced he was upping his feature price to 100000 Pierre P. Thomas, the CEO of the label Quality Control Music, then quickly told him to increase the amount to 200000 in his reply. Baby is indeed one of the rising stars over the past year or so. His newest album, My Tune, I'm sorry, My Turn, debuted at number one. Billboard 200 charts in addition to spending a total of 20 weeks in the top 10. Wow, that's the going rate, huh? And the chain smokers are currently facing backlash for holding a concert amid this pandemic era, even though the DJ duo promoted their drive-in concert in the Hamptons as very safe event. Social media footage show otherwise, and thus they were subject to heavy criticism. In contrast to the event page that stated that the concert would follow all social distancing guidelines, footage that had been going around online showed a massive crowd of people gathering in front of the stage within six feet of one another. 
This naturally angered a lot of people. Even the state health commissioner, Dr. Howard Zucker, blasted the event in a letter sent to the Southampton town supervisor, Jay uh, Snyderman. Organizers of the event themselves had insisted that the concert was very safe and followed the CDC guidelines. The Safe and Sound Drive-In Concert Fundraiser followed the guidelines created by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention and made best efforts to assure New York's social distancing guidelines were properly maintained throughout the event. That's what they said in the statement. You can't be, you got to keep yourself distanced from each other. You can't be going, you know, there has a guideline where you can't have crowds up to a certain amount of numbers because of the virus. Well, that will do it for me for today. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.